The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome back, everybody, to another exciting episode of Stories from the Sidelines. With me is my <laughs> co-host, Matt Keo. Matt, um, how are we doing this week? Are, are we are we excited about the Super Bowl at all? I don't give a shit about the Super Bowl. I uh, don't. I want to see Patrick Mahomes cry, and I want the Eagles to blow him out. I, I'm not sure. I, I I don't know who I want to win. I. I tell you what, I'm definitely if if the Bengals were in the Super Bowl, I'm not gonna lie, I wouldn't be watching. Like I just I wouldn't I wouldn't I'm even turn it anyways. on. Um I'll probably at least watch it. Um Who's doing the halftime show this year? That's the real question that people it should be matter? asking. Um It does matter. I tell you what, the only Super Bowl show I ever liked Janet Jackson. Well, okay, that wasn't really a With Super Justin, Bowl show. Justin Timberlake. That was more like a Super Bowl, what they call it, a wardrobe malfunction. It was a Super Bowl show, all right, but it was something that you probably see in the red light district. Yeah, they showed, okay. Um, no, last year I thought with the whole um, the whole 90s uh, uh, West Coast rap with uh, Snoop, oh, uh, Eminem, uh, 50 Cent. Uh, 50 Cent. 50 Cent. Um, who else was in there? Uh, 50 Cent. Dr. Dre, Dr. Eminem, Dre, Snoop, Eminem Dog, Snoop Dogg. Some chick that I really didn't care about. Um, I think the entire NWA performed, didn't they? No. Or was it just Dre and was it just Dre and Ice Cube? Ice Cube wasn't there. Are you sure? I thought Ice Cube was... Ice Cube did not perform. Are you sure? Yeah. Why wouldn't he? Because I don't know if Dr. Dre was there. I'm... I'm I'm Check like, it out. I'm pretty sure Ice Cube was there, but whatever. What Super Bowl was that? I don't know. I, I always lose track of the numbers. Aren't they on 54? I think this one's 54. I don't know. I always lose track. The only numbers I remember are 25, 26, 27, and 28. No, it wasn't 53. It wasn't 53 because that was Maroon 5. 54, I think, was last year. This one's 55, I think. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know. I'm just gonna keep out saying fifty nope. something. Fifty four was the weirdly erotic Jennifer Lopez and Shakira one. So then this one was fifty five. <laughs> that one was really weird. I felt weird watching that with people. <laughs> I don't. I like it. That was the one. Oh, Rihanna's doing it this year. Oh, it makes sense. Fifty six. All right. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, which I thought was really out of place. Like, why do you have all, like, 90s rappers? Eminem's not a 90s rapper. Yeah, he was. He came out in the 90s. Uh, like, late, late, late 90s. Late 90s, like 97, 98. Yeah, no. Uh, Ice Cube was not there. That's bull. <sighs> well, because you're, like, talking about, like, Well, NWA. he did something with, like... he was talking with Commissioner about, I don't know, whatever. Um, 
but no, it was I I that was the only Super Bowl show, maybe the only Super Bowl show I ever watched. Great but one that I was actually looking forward to. I thought it was great. Didn't Michael Jackson perform at like the first Super Bowl that the Bills were at? For a halftime show? Yeah. Maybe. I honestly I don't remember and yet I know uh, That was Whit- like the first ever like big Super Bowl halftime mm-hmm. show. I know Whitney Houston did to this day probably the best national anthem yeah, at that's Super Bowl twenty five. Like just blew the roof off. Um so that was I know that was Super Bowl twenty five, Bills Giants. Um, as far as the halftime show, I have no clue. I'll be honest. This is really like the only half. This and the Janet Jackson halftime shows were the only ones that I could tell you what happened, or maybe even the ones that I actually watched. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember the old celebrity death matches from yeah. from MTV. Yeah. I know for a while, dude, MTV was great. For a while, they did uh, celebrity death match, like the Super Bowl halftime edition, um, okay. where you would flip over from the game and watch. That's classy. That was not me, by the way. Happens. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm giving all credit towards Matt on that one. But yeah, I'm not a I'm not a fan of the Super Bowl halftime show. But this Super Bowl, I'm excited. If the Bengals were playing, I, I was done with the Bengals. I did not want to see any another Bengals game, and I really don't want to see another Bengals game ever again. Sorry to my sister in law, Wendy. But this one, I'm going to pull for the Eagles. But I also wouldn't be. I'm over the. I'm over the Chiefs. I wouldn't be upset. I wouldn't be pissed if Mahomes got another one. But I am pulling for the Eagles. I guess more because of uh, because of Andrew Andrew Williams, big time Eagles fan. I guess I'm pulling that just for just so he can get another Super Bowl. Um, but the, other than that, I really have no interest in this at all. Do you think Tom Brady's officially retired this time? <clears throat> I think so. I, th- I, I think I, he is. I think he is. I think it would be... If the divorce didn't settle it for him. Well, at this point, I think it would just come across as really too much. Yeah. I mean, he's already too much, but just the fact that you're going to retire... His last retirement was, what, 40 days, 30 days, whatever yeah. it lasted. Now you're going to retire again saying, you know, I wanted to keep it low-key. I've had my, I had my big send-off last year. This one I'm just done. If he comes back before training camp... I uh, that's it just look it's a bad look. Yeah. Did you hear that somebody went and scooped up the sand and there do you know how much it's selling for now? Last I heard it was approaching six figures. It was like ninety eight, ninety seven, ninety nine thousand, somewhere around there. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Where he listed it as six hundred dollars. Yeah, and it's already gone. Listen, I don't care if I won the Powerball when it was up to like one point something billion, and if I had money to burn. Money. How do you even know it's authentic? I would not even. I was going to say, what are you going to get? Like a letter of authenticity? This right. is yes, we've got Brady's DNA in this sand. But if you've got that much money, come on, just give it to charity. Just do something worthwhile with your money. Why you're really going to spend? A hundred plus grand, you're going to spend six figures on sand that Tom Brady stood on when he that's announced a, that's his kid's, second retirement. Yeah, that's his kid's college fund that's like just going down the drain. And he can look at it as like, that is why you're not going to college. Yeah. Right there. That jar of sand that Tom Brady allegedly has sat on to say that he's not playing football again. Son, the good news is uh, we've been saving up for your college. We saved about 125000 the bad news is we spent it on this bottle of sand. 
So not here just, you go. Not just any bottle of sand. <laughs> it's just. Well, what was it? Wasn't there something with Kobe's last game? Somebody was trying to sell like bottled air from the uh, Staples Center or whatever yeah. during his last game. I mean, it's. I mean, to be fair, that last game was phenomenal. Yes. I mean, like the dude pulled up like I think like over sixty points, but like, come on. But still, it's it's. I was it's a little I, ridiculous. I saw it. I was like, no way. I mean, it, it, I I understand that it's not out of my reach to understand that that is happening and people will pay for it. I think the guy who did it is a genius. Oh, for sure. I wish I would have done it. If I was there, I would have grabbed a shovel and tried to scoop it up. I would scoop up sand anyways. Find the spot where you could tell from like the background where the the building was find the spot and then just take a picture with the jar there and say i got it from that spot true and who's to say that this person did or didn't do that exactly like just get there some, no it's it. really sand from grand island beaver island state park yeah it's really sand from that he just photoshopped i bought you know, this sand from lowe's in a bag yeah the rest of it's in my garage that's just where did he actually make the announcement he made it on the beach. I know on the beach, but like, where was it? I like think... in his beachfront property? It, obviously, if this guy's coming around with a shovel, it had to have been like a public beach, right? Well, that makes you think that like Tom Brady like just sat down in a public beach and just made an announcement that he was retiring, and throughout that retirement speech, did not get hassled or heckled or noticed by anybody at all. True. I mean, it it clearly the person knew where to look because he matched up the picture. Of like the building and knew where to go. I don't know. For some reason, I'm thinking Fort Lauderdale, but I don't think it's Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> it would make sense that it's somewhere, I guess, in the Tampa area. Probably would be in Tampa. But that's what I mean. If he, and again, I know I have no idea where I, where he lives in Tampa, but wouldn't he have some kind of like own beachfront beachfront property? property? Yeah. I don't know. Well, the thing that pisses me off is I'm going to Tampa to like not this week, but. A week from this Saturday, I'm just driving down During to Tampa. February break, or yeah. most schools February break. Yeah, and I was just like, pisses me off because, like, dang, but damn, Tom, you couldn't have waited like three weeks, dude. I, like, I could have done that. So, like, I'd be there. <laughs> Matt Keo is no longer on this show because he made two point five million dollars selling uh, Tom Brady's sand and his uh, sandwich wrapper that he threw away after the announcement. I just, I just don't understand how they're. Get, making it authentic because there's no paperwork. The only way I could see that it would be authentic is if the guy was videotaping, like they're videotaping Tom Brady giving his announcement or whatever, and then after he was done, like literally videotaping himself walking over to the spot, scooping it up, and doing whatever that like else. That that's about it. That should be at least, or maybe Tom Brady. Like scooping up the sand and giving it to the guy. Here you go, bud. Yeah, sell it and let me know. Like, but it should not be pushing six figures. It should. I. I say that should, it shouldn't be pushing <laughs> three figures. I say that the cutoff should be at least five grand. At most, five grand. I wouldn't pay ten bucks. Oh, well, I know you wouldn't, but those people out there. Even if I was, even if I was a Tom Brady fan, even if it was Bruce Smith, one of my favorite football players of all time. I wouldn't care or want to own sand that Bruce Smith. Now, if it's a if it's a worn Bruce Smith jersey or a Bruce Smith helmet, all right, we can talk. But Bruce Smith's bib from Chef's Restaurant. Yeah, Bruce Smith used this napkin. Oh, dude, 
20000 Here you go. <laughs> Hun, I'm putting a third mortgage on the house right now. We're, we're giving $500,000 because we can get Andre Reed's discarded napkin. <laughs> you don't understand, babe. This sand is what the goat sat on. Fine, take the kids. Now I'm really like Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, my idolization has become complete. This is a certified Jim Kelly handkerchief with his spit on it. This this is the exact can of dip that he used to use back on the sidelines. Yeah, this was Steve Tasker. You don't understand. When Steve Tasker made that made that video last year, this was the cigar that he was smoking. Yeah, this is this is the snow that he stood on. <laughs> It's water now, but <laughs> it was snow. You could see his footprint. What was the Bills game where they were throwing the snowballs? Was it the Miami game? Yeah. This is this is one of the snowballs that hit Tyreek Hill in the head while he was trying this, to catch a ball. This is the exact, um, I don't know what I should call it. This is the exact phallic-shaped thing thrown on the field when Tom Brady ran into the touchdown one time. I know because I threw it and then I got it back. I did that two years in a row. Uh, bzz, bzz. <laughs> All right. Well, it wasn't another tradition, isn't it? Like on hockey, you throw an octopus. There's a guy that throws an octopus. At Detroit, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> on the ice. The squid. Yeah. Yeah, they'll throw our squid or octopus. How do you get that in the stadium? That's a good question. Right? How do you get that? I would assume. He carries it on his person. You got to. Well, I would assume maybe after a while, like after it caught on, don't you think it'd be like. You know, uh, what do I want to say? It'd be there, like somebody from Detroit would literally have it. But somebody, and then they would throw somebody it on there. did it to start it, though. Oh yeah, but that's what I mean. After some fan, I don't know, maybe he had like an octopus dinner. Like maybe can you get like fried squid or something there? That no, no. But the thing was, is like that's a raw, like uncooked, floppy, slimy, dead octopus. I need a ticket tonight for me and my pet squid. Or my pet octopus. Sir, what am I feeling here? I got a gut, all right? But it's <laughs> it's not big enough to be a male gut, but it's also very squishy. Just stop touching it. Don't worry about it. It won't set off. Like, security, security surprisingly, at Sabres and Buffalo Bills games are very, very, very low. You go through a yeah. metal detector and then you just put your keys and stuff on the side. That's it. Yeah, I feel like the only thing they're really strict about is if you have a bag. Yeah, and if, if it's you not have a clear, bag, and if it's not can, clear, you can't take it. Because I think they want you to buy the clear bags for like 30 bucks or whatever they sell them. Did I? But if you have a bag like dude, you got to throw that out. Like you got to it's just Did the, you did I ever tell you I was with Giuliano and I went to a Sabres game. Choo choo. Yeah, I went to I went to a Sabres game. Well, I was with Steve and then we met up with Giuliano and his cousin Mike. Didn't Mike used to work at camp too? Yeah, yeah. So Man Mike, Skelko. Mike and Giuliano met up with us, and we all walked in together. And you know, Giuliano with his fashion, he had a Nike uh, <coughs> fanny pack on. But um, <laughs> they had he had to throw it out, didn't he? So they confiscated it, right? And they put it in a bin. Well, as soon as we get through security, what do I know? But like, Mike just walks over. Behind the security guard and takes it out and brings it back and he was like, "Here, G, I got, I got your thing back." So uh, even the security of getting your bag confiscated back is not hard. That's fantastic. I know, right? Like, are you kidding me? Oh man! Like, 
Come on. You're so you know, it's not hard to to bring a squid in, but it had to be on their person because he couldn't put it in a bag because the bag would have been searched. Well, I mean, you're talking they started this tradition back I know it was at least nineties. It might even been further back like in the eighties. I feel like in sporting events back in the eighties or whatever, nineties even, it wasn't was there even security coming in? Was it like did you have to get you didn't have to get wanded down or anything? It was, I was pretty born much in just 98. walk in. Okay. My yeah, first sporting my... my first sporting event was in two thousand two. <laughs> I feel like the security guards for whatever reason, I feel like that was kind of like a post nine eleven thing, maybe. Probably. I, I, I don't feel like I mean, there was, I guess, some. It was more of just like the pat down. All right, you're cool. Like they, you know, you especially during a Bills game, like you'd have the jackets that kind of like, all right, yeah. good. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's not hard. If- and it was more so just, especially for those games, it was more so so you weren't like bringing in your own beer. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, like you could just put it in like a pocket. They're pretty flimsy. Just stuff it in there. Yeah. And then, but like, ugh. so. Yeah, I, I I don't understand. Have you ever thrown your hat out on the ice for a hat trick? I'm trying to think if I've ever been at a game that had a hat trick. I feel like that's a waste of a hat. Um, I've never thrown it out there, but I don't I don't think I've been at a game that's that's had a hat trick. Maybe if I was up in maybe once or twice, but I was up way like up in the oranges or blues, oh, and so I'm not I'm not tossing there. it yeah. if it's not going down on the right, ice. Right, 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 right. Um. I guess it would depend on the hat. If it was like just a cheap whatever hat, right? And if I was, if I knew it was getting on the ice, yeah, I'd throw it. But if it's like, especially nowadays, I mean, even a hat's like forty, fifty bucks. I mean, I they're know, expensive. Like, Screw that. Like, uh, nope, <laughs> nope. You get another one. You get another one. Then I'll do it. Yeah. Watch you be at like the Colorado game where Tage Thompson gets two hat tricks. You'd be like, oh son of. <laughs> I like this hat too. <laughs> Yeah, you bring two hats, but like, all right, there you go. Put on another hat, but like, oh, you son of a... <laughs> it's like, you don't you do it again. Oh, uh, but no, I've never thrown a hat on I, the ice. I wouldn't either. That's a waste of a hat. Yeah. It's a waste of a hat. I mean, I'd throw somebody else's hat. What do they do? I was, what they, do they scoop do them the up, hats? and I think they just throw them out. You think? I don't know what they do with it, but like... Or you think they just give the player the option, be like, dude, here, here's 12 hats for you. Do you want them? I would not. If I scored a hat trick, I would not take anybody's hat. That's gross. You don't know if they have lice. I would think you would take at least one where maybe you, like, especially if you got a trophy room, maybe you put hat thrown on the ice after my first NHL hat trick. <laughs> one hat, two hat, three <laughs> hat, four Would you ever hat. see the movie uh, Major League? Yeah. Where uh, um, Willie Mays Hayes is nailing the uh, the gloves on the wall for yep. every stolen base that he has. Yeah, I mean th- that's cool, but it's like, and this is my trophy room, and this is my hat room. <laughs> wow, you wear all these? I uh, I don't wear these. No, they're just for show. That one says FBI. Yeah. Yep. You got that from the FBI? No. no. <laughs> I got that from that was the Toronto game. When we won. I saw the guy who threw that hat. He did not work for the <laughs> FBI. Where where were you playing? Um, I think we were playing the Stars. He, he, <laughs> what about that? That's a Coors Light hat. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not, I was gonna say now, if it was like a promotional hat or yeah. whatever, yeah, I I would chuck that in absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
Like if it was a hat, like, dude, I got this at a party like 30 years ago. Like it just, or I got this because I signed up for a credit card when I was in high school. Right. I, I, I think I can throw it out. <laughs> well, I love like the times like you watch somebody <laughs> do it, but they're not thinking. Cause I, I, I have this vague recollection that I remember seeing on TV, um, a person throw their hat out and then have instant regret. Like, Ooh! well, cause they're caught. Cause think about it. Like you're, if you witness a hat trick in person you're caught up in the moment. You're like, oh, sweet. All right. I know what to do. And you throw the hat. But then you're like, you think, you're like, that had my dad's ashes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you could have did like sentimental value or like I wore that, my dad's ashes. Well, <laughs> dude, I'm, 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 hypoth- I'm being hypothetical here. It's like, but it's like, it's like, that was my dead dad's favorite hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you know, that didn't have his ashes in it. <laughs> no, that's the squid I already threw out there. <laughs> Urns are expensive. <laughs> I think if your loved one's ashes are in the hat, I don't think you're wearing it anymore. <laughs> You might keep it. No, you you might keep it. You you're just not you wearing it anymore. You carry them around with you every day. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> what would that hat look like? You have it like sewn in the seams? You don't understand. This hat, dude, this hat <laughs> has my great-grandfather's ashes, <laughs> my grandfather's ashes, my dad's ashes. When I die, my ashes are going to be in this hat. It's bulkier, bulkier. <laughs> you throw it as soon as it hits the ice. <laughs> it's like a big cloud of smoke. <laughs> oh, my dad got what he wanted. He wanted to be on the ice, and he finally did it. My grandfather's ashes. I think the show has officially gone off the rails at this point. <laughs> well, I was, I was speaking. It was a grandfather. It was or, my father. Fathers. But, um, but yes, if a hat had real sentimental value, like, like you said, caught in the moment, but like, oh. Mm. Well, well, no, they throw it. Then they're like, oh. Now, would you be that guy, like, if you, especially if you were on the glass, would you be that guy, like, banging, like, hold on, I need that hat back. I need that hat back. As <laughs> you me, see them scooping up the hats. Give me a hat back. Give see me, the red one that's mine, please. Give me, not that one. No. No, no, no not that over. one. That's. Can I also have a stick? <laughs> Do you have a kid? No, I, I just want it. I'm 32, and I want a stick. Now, did you ever, and I, I got one. Did you ever get a game puck? Like well, off the off the ice. I got a game puck, but not in the conventional way. What do you mean? So when my dad had an apartment when I was younger, his neighbor, his under his his like below neighbor, was a video. Like he he was one of the cameramen for the Sabers, like for the okay. TV. And he came up to me one day and gave me an authentic puck because like it got hit all the way out there like to the can and he took it but this was like with the old orange NHL logo oh so this must have been like even with the old like was this part of the Empire Network Empire Sports Network yeah. or whatever yeah so I got a puck that way <clears throat> not like somebody tossing it to me I got one I ended up giving it to my dad but I got one where I forgot who they were playing but it was a um, it was later in the game it was like third period and the um there was nobody in front of us, and the puck got shot up, and it, like, smacked the chair. Like, literally, if it had come up about this much higher, it would have taken out my kneecap. Yeah. Like, that's how hard it was coming. So it hit the chair in front of me, who thankfully was empty, and it, you know, dropped through the hole or whatever, and I just, you know, snatched down and grabbed it, thankfully. And it was uh, it was pretty cool. In fact, I remember it was during my student teaching when it happened. 
when I was at uh, Meadow Drive Elementary. So it was during my student teaching, and the next day, my student teacher, uh, or not my student teacher, my co-op teacher comes up to me. She's like, so did you enjoy the hockey game last night? And I'm like, yeah, I had fun. I'm like, wait, did I tell you I was going? She's like, no, we saw you grab the puck on TV. <laughs> well, it's like, yeah, I got hit, and it hit the chairs right below me, so I pushed the people to the side. <laughs> Just reach down and grab that sucker. I'm telling you, if that thing came up about like two or three inches high, like that was taking me out. I would. I was watching. I was watching a Sabres game not too long ago, and one of the pucks went off to the side and hit a chick in the face. Oh yeah, and and like I swear to you, there was somebody behind them looking for the puck. <laughs> like get out of the way. Now, would you be that guy, especially like in a baseball game or whatever, if the ball comes near you, or if there's a little kid and you like snag the ball from him? Would you? obviously give him the ball yeah i i would and when i was younger i would go to bison's games all the time before i had absolutely no patience to watch baseball um and one time a ball got hit out and the guy behind us caught it and like he wasn't going to give it to anybody and like the amount of grief that that man received from the entire section like just boo but dude give him the ball what are you doing way worse i feel like I feel like that, especially when you're like if I if I caught a fly ball, unless there was no kids near me in the yeah. section, yeah. I figured that that's like an unwritten rule. Yeah. Like you just give it to the closest kid or especially if they've got their gloves, you know, that you bring to a baseball game when you're like five, six, ten, whatever. Yeah, it's an unwritten rule. Now, if you're in a whole big group of just adults, whatever. Yeah, that's fair game. You're throwing, you're throwing punches for that ball. Keep it. <laughs> well. I watched this one like on like YouTube or something, and it's like this kid. He caught the ball, but he already had a ball. Like he had, he had like a baseball that he brought, um, that he wanted to get signed, but he I don't think he did yet. Um, and he caught a ball, and there was a really like attractive lady next to him, so he gave her what she thought was the ball that he caught, but it was the one he brought. <laughs> and he, caught, he kept the one that he caught. That's slick. Well, because he was, he kept, he caught both, he had both balls in his mitt, and he just took the one. How old was the kid, <sighs> approximately? Like 10, 12. Okay, still, that's pretty slick. I know, that's right? That's pretty slick. And, like, the girl was like, ah! And meanwhile, the kid's like, yeah! <laughs> like, like, dude, I bought that ball for, like, a dollar fifty at like the thrift store. my dad gave me that ball. I haven't seen it in a while, but my <laughs> dad gave me that ball. That's pretty slick. I know. I mean, like, did you ever, like, try to, like, run down and, like, get autographs or something? I was never a big, and still to this day, I'm never a big autograph person. No? I think the only time I really got an autograph... Uh, back in the old arena, the odd, the odd, they had the odd club downstairs where my dad would take us. And sometimes players would kind of hang out there afterwards or, or grab a drink yeah. afterwards. And the one time I got Rob Ray's autograph and I, that might've been it. Okay. I'm not, a, I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge autograph guy. Okay. Like even if I see, and there's been times where I'll see, uh, Sabres players or Bills players, like, out, whether it's at Duff's or whether it's at a restaurant or whether it's just wherever, like at a store, I'll see them. Sometimes I'll go up and, and shake their hand, but I'm not one to, dude, can you sign this? Can you sign? I mean, if, if I happen to have a football yeah. while I'm walking in the mall, maybe, but I was never a big autograph collector. That's fair. Were That's you? Fair. I mean, I, I never, I only got one autograph in person, and I don't count it because it was the mascot for the Bisons. And he signed my hat. Who is the mascot for the Bison? Chip. Chip? Chip. 
Wait, no, isn't it Buster Bison? There's two. What is Chip his son? Chip's his brother. There's also a girl. Jesus. But anyways, <clears throat> I got that one. But um wait, if you have a girl, a guy, and a little one. They're not little. Both Chip and Buster are the same size. Well, I was going to say, if you have a girl, it could have been like the mother, the father, and the son. One's a buffalo, I think. One's a bison. What is Chip? Like, just a potato chip? No, I think Chip is the buffalo. And Buster Bison, the bison. And I don't know what the girl is. Could have been Chip and Dip. Chip and Dale. (laughs) Chip and Dale. Rescue Ragers. But um so that's the one I got physically. And then my dad had an old like nineteen nineties Bills like poster that my buddy in mid- elementary school, his dad did a lot of construction. He was actually working for a couple of the Bills and he I asked he asked me if I had anything that I wanted to get signed. So I got Ryan Lindell and the punter. <clears throat> Brian Mormon? Yeah, I got their autographs on that Buffalo Bills po- poster. Okay. And it's hanging up in my room, but, like, you know, who really cares about kickers? Hey, Brian Mormon, for a long time, was the best player on our team during the drought years, I'd say. Oh, yeah. I'd say Brian Mormon was probably the best player on the drought team. I mean, he he Ryan? made the more he made, he, uh, he made the more, most Pro Bowls. Yeah. I mean, Ryan Liddell wasn't terrible. No. No. But, like, yeah, so, like, that's... I mean, he's no Scott Norwood. But after missing, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, too soon. So yeah, those are like the two autographs that I got, but I was never once like, yeah, I really wasn't one for autographs. I didn't even, I don't even like, like pictures. I was going to say what, and, um, were you like a big, uh, baseball card, hockey card, football card kid or I'm, not really, not really, but t- at, for not being a big like sport card person, I have a lot of hockey cards. That's I have Thomas Vanek rookie card. I have Ryan Miller, Pominville, Vanek, Drury. Uh, I have most of the Blackhawks. I have. Now, did you try to collect like sets, or was it just like you'd go and get the little uh, periodically just OPEC cards, whatever they're called? I never bought a pack of cards. I would always go. There was a when I was a kid growing up in Niagara Falls. There was a store close to my house. Bases Loaded was on Pine Avenue. They had a lot of where you can go and sell your cards, or you can just buy packs of cards. So I would go there. I for a while, I'd say for like maybe a year or two, I would I would buy hockey cards, but I wouldn't. uh, Forget about Upper Deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that was that a brand? I think so. Yeah. So Upper Deck, I would buy those. Um, and, but it was more or less like I would kind of look and just, all right, if this is like a card that I would have, or if I know this, this guy's a bum, I would kind of just like throw it in a pile of cards. But if I've got like, Ooh, this is, uh, if I knew this guy was good, whether it was a rookie or not, like just Lemieux. Okay. It's not his rookie card, obviously, but all right, it's Lemieux, maybe four or five years in, I might keep it and then go back like a few is this worth anything? Yeah. I think sometimes, I think the most I ever sold the card there for was like four or five bucks. Right. Maybe. I mean, for a card, that's not bad. Yeah. But yeah. it's, uh, I don't know, it was kind of more or less just fun. Yeah. But like, I wouldn't say I was a big card collector. No, I mean, 
and it's crazy nowadays. Like all those, like how much cards are going for? Like, well, even now, it, it's not even so much. What is it? The you can buy like um, what do they call non-function tokens or whatever? Like uh, where you're downloading the card onto your computer. Oh, really? Uh, I prefer the physical. The I forgot what they're called. They're you basically go in and they have like so many um, downloadable cards or so many cards that are um, I forgot. I, I know I'm gonna mess it up, but I've never heard of that before. No, I'm more of like the I want like the physical card to like look at. Um, I had this one card that I traded with somebody that like I just was not thinking and i really liked the card and i was like i want this card and like i gave it to um i gave it to a a friend of mine and i was like instantly regretted it and like i cried until i could get it back digital cards digital digital cards yeah that's weird i've never heard of that before i'm a big pokemon card collector actually my brother was my brother Richie was into uh, Pokemon. Dude, I'm like stacked with Pokemon cards. Like, if I could, I'd spend a lot of money on it, but <clears throat> I'm not going to. Yeah, I was never. I was never one again. Thought they were cool, but I never understood how to play Pokemon. I never That's played it. Some of those cards are. Like, you can get pretty good money for them. I have... This is how much I know about Pokemon. So, quick digression. You, you So, the the original Pokemon cards that came out in the States, like... Wait, are we doing a quick digression from uh, Dad's hats? Ashes? Dad <laughs> Ashes hats? We did that already. <laughs> um, no, it's like... So, the, the, the original cards that came out in, like, 1999, I believe, they, like, they had, like, the picture of the Pokemon... Of it, and then there's stats below it, and then the next generation came in, and the the picture had a shadow behind it. So, and these these were more mass produced. So the older the card is, like I had the ones without the shadow are called shadowless, obviously. And if it's the first generation, they have like a little number one in the corner. <clears throat> but I have a Pokemon. I have a Pikachu card that is shadowless. Piku. Yep, I got a Pikachu card that's shadowless, so there's no shadow behind it, which means it's an older version of a card. And I also have a, it's a card defect, because Pikachu's supposed to have red cheeks, because, like, he's electricity, he, yeah. and mine has yellow. So that makes it more... Authentic. That's yeah. that's one thing that I always, and you'll see this with coins, too, or even paper bills, but with cards... Just because there's like one small misprint or mm-hmm. one small mess, it's worth more than a card than like an actual print card. Yeah, because it's rarer. It's this. I always thought that was like in coins. My my stepfather was a big uh, coin collector before he passed, but he'd be like, "Oh, see how it, this one's double struck? You know, you can you can see yeah. where it's got." The, the A there, but then there's an offset A. It's double struck. That means it's worth like twice the value of this, yeah. and it's that. It's just, it always, you would think usually the mistakes are like you don't want it. Like you don't want it. But, that's, but in, in the world of cards and coins, yeah. you want the mistake. Yeah, that card is, the, that card that I just described is like worth between 30 and $50. Damn. Yeah. 
And you know, and there's now other... what would be what would if it wasn't a misprint or whatever? What would the regular value be? Uh, probably like in the twenty, like fifteen, twenty dollars. Okay, so it just about doubled. Yeah, doubled and, the value. And, and it's it's, and then there's like other cards that have like pictures behind it and have like holograms behind it, and like each card has a a number on it. So like the original Pokemon, I think there's like a hundred and something. If you look at the card, it'd be like ninety seven out of something. Like that is that card, but there's different symbols that they'd put on the cards to symbolize the rarity of it. Yeah, so kind of like getting your getting your baseball cards, hockey cards graded. Yeah. Well, or is this being graded while they're? No. So this comes factory. Like so. Oh, okay. So if you open up the package of like an old like Pokemon like package and you look and there's a symbol on it, that means that that card is rare. From that whole thing, okay. and then if you want, like, if you're like into like the 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 business of selling and repurposing these cards, then you have to go get it actually like PSA graded. Yeah, like it's like that's where they tell you. That's like where they tell the you how the how mint it is. Yeah, and that's one thing, especially with baseball cards and even comic books. If like one, one small is corner is mint, or if there's like a thumbprint yeah. on it, or if it's a smudge. Yep. It's just insane. Like you'll, the average person will look at it, but like, dude, that looks mint. And then when you get it graded, but like, no, it's only like a a four point five out of ten, or yeah. or a three point whatever. Because see that little, there's a little miss there. See how somebody slightly bent the corner. See how there's a small little crease there. See, like they literally dissect the hell out of it. I know, and it's crazy. It's, I mean, I think that's really cool to to see that kind of happen but also it's like it's so annoying because if you watch like people like open up like cards now and stuff they they have gloves on they hold yeah. like the edges and like as if they pull a card that's really good they instantly put it in a sleeve but it's almost like even with taking all that care how do you like i wouldn't have the patience it's almost like you got to use tweezers well, like to get it pry it out of the car slip it into yeah. the thing it's even if you don't mess up anything on the card you could still just get it rated PSA 9 because of just how it was printed yeah i guess so like you look at it like i i reference pokemon a lot because that's what i know the most but like if you look at just like on the back there's like a pokemon design on the back if you don't do anything corners are fine everything's fine you look at the back you can tell that it won't be a PSA 10 because the picture is slightly to the left or the right. That means it's a 9. And it's print-based, not you. Okay. But, like, you get a you get a first-generation shadowless Charizard that's a PSA 10. That will go for $250,000. Say that again? If you get a Charizard Pokemon that's a Generation 1, that is when big, is a generation one like, like about nineties? Like ninety nine. Okay, it has a little black dot on the side that says one, meaning that's like a first generation. You get that PSA ten. That's about two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Listen, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna be calling my brother who's in Carolina, and I'm like Richie, check your Pokemon cards. Do you know? Even if it's not generation one, if it's still like a PSA nine to a, like, and it's not generation one, and there's a shadow and everything. And it's still like it's a PSA nine, but still basically mint. You can get it for I don't know. You could you could probably get that for fifty grand, 
hundred grand. Some cards like sell for millions of dollars now because of how rare they are. I, I missed the boat. Right? I should have been <laughs> all these times when I was I wouldn't make fun of people, but at the same time in my mind I'm like, dude, why are you messing with this stuff? I could have been collecting these cards. Like I could have You were at the prime time to get them. I, I, I could be retired right now. I could be retired right now walking on the very sand that Tom Brady was walking on that just sold for 100 you could be I could be right buying now. Tom Brady's sand. For... You could be t- buying Tom Brady's yacht. <laughs> oh, my God. You could buy Tom Brady's house. It's just you're like, no, I don't. Yeah, no, it's crazy. And that's the one thing I, I feel like about collectibles. It's not so much um, how you buy them. It's if you can, like, if you just, it's almost like taking a gamble. Like, if you just. Oh, dude, this is the first time. Like, I don't know if you, you'd probably be too young for this. Garbage Pail Kids. Oh, yeah. Like, when they first came out, like, if you, if these things, it's almost like, all right, I'm not sure if these are going to take off, but let me buy the entire first run of these things because if these things take off, man, these are going to be worth a ton of money. Yeah. Like, Pokemon cards. Can you imagine if somebody bought the entire first run or first edition or first generation? Whatever you said of those of, of those Pokemon cards, I mean, you could put that's your retirement right there. Yeah, I don't know how much it would have cost to bought the to buy the whole first set, but oh man, yeah. here's the thing: you could so you can buy like Pokemon, like I like say, with any kind of cards, you can buy boxes which have like thirty packs of them. Yeah, yeah. So in Pokemon, like the first generation, like I explained, they came in a box. Um, and it comes like, and it comes sealed with plastic. If you bought a box, un- completely sealed, never been touched of the first generation, perfectly in perfect condition, you could sell that box for almost a million dollars, just for the off chance that you get a Charizard. How much would that box have gone for? And what ninety nine, ninety eight, whenever these things <laughs> fucking twenty dollars. So you could you could well think about ninety nine the money the like the inflation stuff. All like right, that. so still you're talking maybe today like fifty, sixty bucks, seventy bucks. Oh no, not even that. Like sixty, I'd say about sixty. Sixty bucks. Sixty bucks, and now is like well over like thousands of dollars for the off chance that you get a super like rare card that you'll never get again isn't that crazy and you could have just bought that box and forgotten about it if you don't touch it if you don't break the seal if it's not damaged in any sort of way you could sell that for a good chunk of change to somebody and that person buying it is taking the gamble not you that's isn't that crazy i I feel like you could do that with a lot of like Old fashioned. Well, I don't know if you could do that with old baseball things, or like hockey, or or football, or soccer. I didn't know they had soccer playing cards, but they do apparently. I feel like they have. They have soccer playing cards. I've seen them. Oh yeah, they have. They had, they had cards for everything back then. That's but, just. But yeah, no, like. I mean, granted, I would have been. I would have been old enough. I think I would have been like 16, 17, 18 when Pokemon came out. They got they got hot what? Or they they came out when when look that up real quick. When did Pokemon come out? 97, 98? Uh in the states? 
or just ever. Well, whenever you could have bought these first generation. Like 90, 99. Okay, so I would have been old. I would have been 19 years old. Man, if I had the. Man, I, it's. Whatever. You could, you could straight up retire. All right. 1996, original factory sealed Pokemon, and this is from the Japanese. It didn't reach the States until 99. So now, well, wait, are we talking, when you're talking first generation, would you have had to buy them in 96 back in Japan? Well, so, or yeah. would you? Or are you talking like first generation 99 in the States? In the States. So okay. if, you buy, it's, if you buy a Pokemon base set unlimited booster box, which is like the original box that all these cards came in unopened you could sell that for about 13 grand now if it's unopened wait i thought you said for a million no some go for a million not the 96 one that's originally from japan that's about sixty-five thousand. these and and then i remember somebody Logan, Still, that's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. Logan, I'd love to turn a $20 investment into 13000 Logan Paul, I know, spent a million dollars on an unopened box. He got scammed, but he did. What do you mean he got scammed? It wasn't, uh, it wasn't the original box or whatever? Well, yeah, no. Yeah. Good. But, but so I'm saying, uh, what is, uh, let me look up the Charizard real quick. Um, now, in these boxes, though, are you guaranteed? Like, that's one thing that always confused me about... Um, buying them in the box. So if you bought during Wayne, Wayne Gretzky's rookie year, mm-hmm. if you would have bought a brand new box that year, whatever year it was, 78, 79, I forgot Gretzky's rookie year, you would have been guaranteed a Gretzky rookie card in that box. Okay. Correct? Yeah. Okay. Is that the same thing with Pokemon? So if you would have bought the first edition, you would have been guaranteed that Charizard uh, card worth 250000 or no? <sighs> You could. I mean, realistically, your chances were high to get it. So, like, a base pack comes with, like, 36 individual decks, like, cards. Um, And each card, like, has, you know, a a very... It's called a hollow. It has one of those cards on it. But if it's Charizard or not, who knows? But back in the base, there's only four. So it was Charizard... There's one called Venusaur, which is like a plant thing, which is also, I mean, not as, because Charizard is worth so much, it's because it was rare, but I mean, like. And isn't Charizard more popular than. Yeah. See, right here, 1999 Pokemon base set Shadowless first edition. Hollow Charizard goes for $256,000. Was that the same guy that bought the sand? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But, but, and now this, like, and this guy. Like this guy, you can sell one that's not shadow that that has a shadow on it and is not first edition, but still PSA ten. You could still sell that one between like five hundred thousand to like no five hundred, sorry five hundred to two thousand dollars. It's so, but it's like still a nice vacation. But like so, yeah, you. It's not guaranteed like the Gretzky card was, but it's you have a high possibility of getting at least one. I would take that chance for 20 bucks. Oh yeah. 20 bucks. And you have to, but think about it back then. Nobody had any idea that it would be this. Oh no. Like crazy. No. 
It's kind of like it was almost like uh, what do you have like during the holiday season where it's the toy of the summer? Like one year it was the Cabbage Patch Kids, and it was the what was that Tickle Me Elmo? It was you mean the defected Tickle Me Elmo? Those things were defective. You never heard about that? What did they like blow up or something? No, they were like some people were talking about how like the Tickle Me Elmo was like saying a lot of mad like really bad stuff to people. Wait, what? Yeah, really? Yeah. Um Hold on. I'm trying to look it up right now. So these kids were getting toys and it was saying like some <laughs> something inappropriate? Well, I have some sort of recollection um where it's like it was just like instead of saying like tickle me Elmo or like some sort of voice recognition, it was like talking like it was like saying kill. What? Yeah, hold on. I'm I'm trying I'm trying to get it right now. Um tickle me Elmo Elmo defect. Tickle me Elmo, that would have come out in two thousands, two thousand five, two thousand three, two thousand something. It came out I remember Furbies were another one that was really popular. I think that was one where you can get your Furby to say something. Wasn't that wasn't that the toy? Oh, dude, those Furbies were weird. But wasn't that the toy where like if you kept like repeating it, it would eventually start saying it back? Maybe, yeah. Maybe I'm thinking something different. Yeah. Oh, come on. Where was it? And that was the thing that people were doing. Like they were teaching their Furby to say inappropriate stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. Uh, oh, never mind. It was a false story. I was going to say, somebody would catch that. That would be... <laughs> well, I mean, d- d- dude, there's been plenty of toys back in the day that have been recalled for plenty of reasons. Yeah. But no, yeah, Tickle Me Elmo was another one. Furb- I don't like Furbies. Furbies freak me out. Um, And they're annoying. Uh, what was it? The um, I just remember they used to blink like the eyes would yeah. blink like crazy, and they wouldn't speak. Like some of them wouldn't speak English. Well, yeah, that's that's why when they when you first get them, I thought that was the thing. They just spoke their Furby language or whatever it is. I mean, you could teach them. I know some you could teach. Yeah, and then you had to. That's why you had to teach them. I guess English or whatever, whatever words you, whatever language you were speaking. Yeah, give give a give a child who's still having to comprehend and get their own learning of the English language a toy to teach English. <laughs> um, that's that's a great idea. Um, Excuse me, Mister Keo, your son is speaking Furby in uh, class today. Yeah, it's like the speak and spell too. <laughs> or Teddy Ruxpin. Oh my gosh! Or um, I or like, do you remember? The Tamagotchis, like the little pocket Tamagotchis. I I think my brother Joey had one of those. I never I never got into those. Those were just They're weird. I didn't Like that was like I, the first way for like a kid to understand the concept of death. Because if you didn't feed them or take care of them, they died. Yeah. And you had to like you they would go like poop on the thing, wouldn't they? Like you had to change their diaper or whatever. Like you had to you clean had to... up, you had to feed them, they would like alert you if like something was wrong yeah like there there were circumstances where people would go on vacation and give their tamagotchi to a person to take care of it like it's a toy it was a keychain that you could put on the backpack yeah. your backpack yeah it was like little red yeah thing or whatever yeah might have even been in the shape of a heart yeah do you remember this is i, I don't think a lot of people remember this. do you remember the 
Apple products that were Apple Pets? I do not. They were animals that you could hook up to your iPhone. This is, I didn't even think this was like this was at the like the infancy of iPhones. So this is how old we're talking about. Um so this would have been like early 2000s? No, like oh, no, 2000 like, 2010. Yeah. Um I I'm, I'm never I'm still an Android person. So uh, um so am I. I haven't I have one right here. But um no, so it was like an animal, right? And you could hook up your phone or your iPod to it and it would play music and like lights would go on and the animal would dance. So it was like a Bluetooth speaker but compatible with iPhone um Apple like I don't know how to class and They were all different pets. Like there was like a dog, there was a cat, there was like a penguin. Um, they're all like black and white color scheme as like most Apple products are, um, pet. I have no idea. I was never, especially early on when the iMacs, like the computers and everything came out. I never, I don't know. I just didn't like the operating system. I didn't, it was weird. I was also that grouchy old guy, even by the time I was 20, where I just didn't, I knew what I, I knew what I knew, and I didn't want to learn anything else when it came to technology. You know, like the big startup sound that the Max made. You're like, ah, no! <laughs> it's like punch the monitor every time. What is it, Dell with the commercial? Do 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 do. Yeah, I don't know, or like the Windows one. Windows didn't make a noise. Yeah, did it hit that little wah or whatever the noise was? I was so. I was watching. You've got mail. I was watching a, T- a TLC show, and it was no. I was watching my big fat Greek wedding too. Um, have you ever seen that movie? Bits and pieces. I love the first one. Yeah, I thought the first one was hilarious. First one's great. Second one's great too. And they're trying this. The second one takes place in ninety in two thousand six sixteen. So like the dad, like the old grandfather like the really greek one he's trying to learn how to use the computer and it shows like all like the kids trying to teach him and i i was like i, I look back at it it was like my grandfather was a high up person in ibm like he created a lot of what is computers today and he was very smart but he was dated until like early like late 90s early 2000s to the point where like he never he only used AOL. <laughs> like he 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 lived and died by AOL. And like we tried to describe it was like, no, you like, oh, you can access it through Google Chrome or like access it like you can only get it through Firefox or something. Like, nope. And he was just like he was like, I don't have those downloaded. And it was like and and like he knew every he knew how to program everything. But if it was for ninety, like ninety-seven Windows, or like ninety-seven uh, Microsoft things, and he knew how to program and was mastered in, um, in a what is it, Microsoft Paint? <laughs> so like, he, like clip art. So like straight up, like he was super technologically advanced for his age. He died at ninety, so like, and he was still rocking a computer. But, like, he dated himself and stopped in, like, 2000. He's like, that's it. But, like, he he programs everything. He programmed his own computer. So, like, but so like I'm watching it. I was like, yeah, so he knew what he was doing, but he just didn't 
go with the times after a while. I think you get a lot of athletes and coaches that are like that too. They're like, listen, this is how I've this is how I teach it. This is how I've always teach it. You get to a certain point, you're like, ah, I'm not learning any new crap. <laughs> just But it's so funny because like they're just so and like he went into Walmart with me and was like he, this with a self checkout. And he was like poking at it and like everything. <laughs> and and like he called the lady over and he was just like, How do you work this? And like she explained everything and she walked basically step by step walked her th- or walked him through the process of checking out. And we're walking out and he looks at me and he was just like, I was messing with her. I programmed stuff like that back in the nineties. <laughs> That's awesome. But I was just like, But you don't use Chrome, you use AOL. <laughs> like That's like, Awesome. It took that it took that computer, I'm not kidding you, a half hour to process to, and go into AOL. That's fantastic. Just like, to boot up. I was like, what? I, had no, I had no idea what AOL was. Oh yeah. That was back then where you would get the you would get the CDs of AOL and you'd have to like put the in, floppy disk? Not the floppy disk, like like a literal C D oh, or whatever, and, and you would get like it? the thir- no, you wouldn't you would get like the thirty minute free trial or the hundred and eighty minutes free trial of AOL. Like you'd have to put it on your thing, you'd obviously plug into the phone line modem or whatever, and AOL would give you like it would give you like a hundred and whatever minutes free or a free wow. ten day trial. It was ridiculous. What is what was, why are they called floppy disks? They were not floppy. Back in the day they were. Those were the big black ones, like the the squares. Yeah, like the and then yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they weren't they weren't like you know if you lifted them up, they weren't they wouldn't fall down. But uh, I guess it had the consistency maybe of like a Polaroid picture. Okay, maybe a little maybe a little thicker. But uh, one thing, what you bring up with my my big fat Greek wedding, obviously you know the woman who's the star is the one who wrote the movie and wrote the book. Yeah. Did you know though? Not the not the guy that plays her husband. Yeah. But remember the guy who's the friend of her husband. The yeah, little, yeah, yeah. The bald guy. That's her real life husband. Really? Yes. That's the husband of. That's like who she made the story up. Like that's the guy that she married. That was oh, her. Wow. That was. Can you imagine that though? Like if your wife or your future wife or whoever writes a story about your. Your how you guys got together, how everything came on, and she's like, "Hun, I'm gonna star in our story." Oh, cool! I'm gonna part two. Mm, not quite. You're not good looking enough to be my movie husband, so we're just gonna make you the ugly best friend of my husband. Like, <laughs> that's just. Can you imagine that? Like, that's kind of that's kind of crap. Yeah, that's kind of crappy. But I mean, also, it's like, oh, all right. I don't really give. I don't, I don't care. Like, and he's been in some other stuff since. Like yeah. he was, he was the actor. I don't, I don't know if he acted beforehand. Well, I feel. I forgot what his name is, but yeah, that was they've they've since divorced. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know because of the movie, down. but yeah. can you imagine even just going on set, like, or during the scenes or whatever, where you're you're the best? Because I think a couple times doesn't he like try to talk yeah the friend like the guy out of it or whatever and it's like like dude you're talking about your future wife here you're trying to talk yourself out of it and you're doing it very convincingly (laughs) it's like is there something you're trying to tell me here yeah but like wait i get hun i'm an actor i can play myself no no you can't you just you, you you don't know enough about the character 
Yeah, you're. Wait, the character. I'm the character. Uh, it's me. I was gonna say is like, well, she did pick one that like probably looked a lot like her husband, and I was like, wait a minute, like, no, it didn't look anything. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, why did she just pick her husband? If, if she can't be like, or she's going home later that night telling him about the casting, like, yeah, don't don't worry, we you know we we found a really hot guy for you. We made you look good. Like, but why, why, why can't I play me? He really embodies you. He really fits the role very well. <laughs> no, he's like three, four. He's like a foot taller than me. He's yeah. hot. That's not me. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I, that's um. I don't know. At the end of the day, though, it's like, are we making money? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wait. How much are we making? Uh. uh okay. Let, let, let's do it. I'm good. He died. The the not he not the act the guy who played the dad died. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the old lady who plays like the old mom, she's still alive. She's been in a lot of stuff. She's 96. She was a funny actress, too. Yeah. She, I know she did and that. She didn't say a word in that movie. Wait, which mother are you talking about? <laughs> the old, old mom. The, like, the. Oh, the, the dad, Gus's mother? Yeah. So the grandmother? Yeah. The one who would just say, turkey. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Bunt cake. She's still alive? Yeah, she's 96. Really? Yeah. I thought you meant the mother mother. No, no. I know I know that late. I know she's in a lot, but the mother mother like the 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 grandmother. Yeah. is alive. And like That's crazy. Cuz I thought she looked like she was in her 80s or 90s she's, when that movie came out. She's old. And like it's it's so yeah, I was surprised to see that she was still alive. But the fav- my favorite line is like when they bring in the bunt cake and they're like there's a hole in yeah. it. <laughs> Don't they put a flower they in put, it? Like, they put like they put a in plant the- or yeah, something. Yeah, I think they put like a vase or something in the middle and they're like what do they call it? They call it the bunt cake. What is this bunt? This bunt cake. <laughs> so funny. Oh my gosh. And I look at my Ian Miller. I like I look at my girlfriend. I'm just like I'm so happy you're not you're not Greek because I could I don't know if I could do this. Like and it's so true because I have a friend who's like 100 percent Greek. Like their last name is Syracus, and um like they're like that. The dad just like hugs me and like they're very they I, like to party. I like how when they're when they're they first meet uh, the husband or the the boyfriend the boyfriend. Yeah. And he's going through all the Nicks, like Nick, Nick, Nikki, Nico, Nick, Nick, yep. Nick, Nikki, Nicole, Nikki, Nick, Nick. You got to find good Greek boyfriend. <laughs> he's Greek. <laughs> they had John Stamos in the second one. Was he? Yeah, for like ten minutes. I was gonna say he is. Is he the is he the most famous Greek actor? Probably. Dude, but like, my gosh, does that man age well? Yeah, he's got to be—he's got to be pushing sixty, isn't he? I think, I don't know, let's find out. I mean, he's got—he looks—he uh, could probably still pass for like forties or fifties. Favorite male actor: John Stamos. John Stamos, <laughs> Uncle Jesse. What was the guy who played? Um, who was the other guy in Full House? Oh, uh, Joey, who played Joey? Dan Coulier. He was a Canadian actor. And apparently, you know that uh, Alanis Morissette, You Ought to Know, apparently... That song was about him. That song was about him. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? He's 59. Stamos? Yeah. He could still pass for 40s. Wasn't he married to uh, Rebecca Romaine? Yep. He's married right now to a 36-year-old. Good for him. (laughs) (laughs) Good for him! 
good for him. Well, he went because he married. I don't know if he married anybody else before Rebecca Romaine, but no. I know they were married. Yep, they were married from '98 to 2005. And she was younger. She is younger than him, correct? Nine years. Okay, but this one's a little longer. That one's a little, little more of an age gap. And then she married the guy from Rebecca Romaine. Ended up marrying the guy from uh, Stand by Me. Yeah. Um, the kid. The, I forgot what his name is. Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. Right. Yep. I don't know if they're still married. Who knows? All right. We really went off the whale with uh, sports. We 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 went away from the sports today. Although sports collecting, all that fun stuff. I feel like I got my own my own theme music here. Sorry. <laughs> I love that movie. It was it was. You yeah, don't like Stand by Me? I I haven't watched it in years. I'll have to rewatch oh. it again. Um. We'll get. We'll talk. I want to talk quickly about movies, and then we'll get into our trivia oh, uh, trivia questions. But real quickly, two movies that I watched uh, lately over the last week: Black Mass. Um, That's a great with Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp I saw the movie in the theaters. Thought it was great. Yeah. Um, the Whitey Bulger. He, you know, he played that character really I well. I thought it was fantastic. And this is an old one. I think it came on ninety eight, ninety nine. The Man in the Iron Mask. I saw DiCaprio. that one too. Yeah. That we watched that yesterday, my wife and I. That was one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. I really, and I, it, we were flipping through, uh, we were flipping through Amazon, seeing which movie we wanted to watch, or whatever. And she's like, "Oh, let's watch that." I'm like, "Well, okay, let's let's look a few more. Let's look a few more." And yeah, nothing really was coming up, so we're like, "All right," I kind of went into it begrudgingly. Watched I do, I, within the first like ten minutes, I was hooked. I thought it was fantastic from top to finish. Oh yeah. Great movies. Both of those are great movies. So yeah, I um I highly agree. I want to go see um Oh crap, what was it? I don't know, I lost my train of thought. Something something mob ish. Oh no, that's not I wanna go see, I wanna rewatch the departed. I was just gonna say the departed. No, and I think that was kind of a long that was kind of the same way as yeah. Black Mass. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And Jack Nicholson, Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Damon. Mark Wahlberg. Now, somebody was telling me that that the 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 James Bulger, the Whitey Bulger character, was was what Nicholas played in um, The Departed. But obviously, they changed his name to Francis. But it right, was right. the same, same basic story. Yeah, the like the Boston mob. Yeah, like the Irish mob kind of thing. So, yeah, but I I both another great movie, The Departed. Oh, Love oh, it. Yeah. Oh, that's great! Great movie. All right, so if we're going to do our uh, trivia, hot seat questions. We're going to switch it up a little bit. Hot seat trivia um, can be as many questions as we get to, whatever. Um, you want to start it off? Do you got a few trivia questions for us? Sure. All right. So NFL. Who are? Who is? One of the top three all-time rushers in the NFL. Well, you got to go Emmett Smith. Okay. Barry Sanders. No, no, he might not have played longer. Did he play long enough? Well, just go with top three. If you can if you think you can get All right. it. Um, Emmett Smith, you got Emmett Smith's number one. For some reason, I think one of them played Frank on the Frank Gore, right? Yeah, one of them played on the Bills. That was Frank Gore. Yep. But I he was one where I think he got it just because he played forever. He did. Um so Emmett Smith, Frank Gore. Uh, who's the third? I want to say LT, but I know it's not. There was a quarterback who shared, who had the first name that shared with him. 
So a current quarterback? No, a quarterback who retired, whose first name was the last name of this player. Oh, wait, Jim Brown? Nope. No. A quarterback that retired in 2015. And his first name was this guy's last name. Yes. Retired in 2015. Yep, won two Super Bowls, one with with a different team. Like, each one with a different team. Payton? Yeah. Oh, Walter Payton. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel ashamed for that one. Yeah, sweetness. (laughs) Yeah. That took me way too long to get. Okay, good question. All right, um, we'll start off with an easy one for me. Can you name the original six NHL teams? Oh, uh, the original six. Let me think, let me think. Chicago? Chicago is one. Um, Chicago... One's currently a couple are well. One's currently in our division. Is it Toronto? Toronto is another one. Um, Edmonton. Edmonton is not one. Okay, so Toronto. So you got Toronto and Chicago. Chicago. Um. Uh, Detroit. Detroit. Um. Maybe this isn't as easy as I thought. Winnipeg. Nope. Calgary. Not, nope. Think um, with the one, think of, uh, I guess, 80s, 90s used to be a big Sabres rival. 80s, 90s. I guess even now, a big Sabres rival. Boston? Boston. Oh, I was going to say Boston. What do I got, four right now? So you got four. You got Boston, Toronto, Chicago, Detroit. Um, so you need two more. Uh, Colorado? Not no, Colorado. No. Not Colorado. No, no. Um, no. um Chris or who was it? Uh Chris Col- Chris Drury scored a clutch goal with about four or five seconds in a playoff game against this team. Philadelphia? To tie it up. Is it Philadelphia? No. Nope. Carolina? No, Carolina. No. And then Alex Afenigan or uh Afenigenoff, um scored. It was game six. Was it is it the Flyers? No, I already said Philadelphia. Oh, um, um, is it the Senator? No, I what? Not the Islanders, but oh, the Rangers. The Rangers. So you got. I forgot about those New York teams. So you got Toronto. Yep. Detroit. Yep. Chicago. Yep. Boston. Yep. The New York Rangers. I'm trying to think of like that specific area. And you're missing probably. I'd say probably the most recognizable team in hockey. Like, if you just saw their colors, saw their... It's another Canadian team. It's not Edmonton? It's not Edmonton. It's not Toronto. It's another Canadian team. Correct. It's another Canadian team. Oh, the Canadians. The Canadians. Oh, really? Montreal. Oh, gosh. So the Canadians, the Rangers, the Detroit Red Wings, the Boston Bruins... The uh, Toronto Maple Leafs and the New York or the uh, New York Rangers. New York Rangers. <laughs> yeah, you're. I couldn't remember which ones I said. I was. <laughs> yeah, that was like. Ah, like okay. All right. Um, all right. Good. You did a hockey one, so I'll do a hockey one now. Um, 
who try to name the past five Stanley Cup winners if you can. Doesn't have to be well, in Tampa, order. Tampa Bay won the last two, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, no. They won two, but not the last two. Who won last year? All right. Well, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's got won two out two. of the last five. Yep. Uh, was there a Washington in there? Was that when Ovechkin got his? Was that long ago? That was, was that too long ago? That was 16. Okay. So that would have been too long ago. Um, I'm really bad at this. Tampa Bay. Uh, Somebody beat Tampa Bay last year to win the cup. Was it Colorado? It was Colorado, right? Yeah. So, say, so Colorado, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Um. No, I don't think there was a Boston. Wasn't a Pittsburgh. Was there? Was it a Blackhawks before they went bad again? Mm-hmm. Okay, actually, yeah. Sorry, Capitals was eighteen. So yes. Okay. Um, but there's one in between. So, Capitals started. Yep, Capitals started. Then there was a blank. Yep. Then there was Tampa, Tampa. Yep. And Colorado. Yep. So who won after Washington? It's um. Not the it wasn't, it's it's towards like the Midwest area. No, it's not towards the Midwest. It's got a huge not not landmark. Minnesota. No, it has a huge landmark. Oh, St. Louis, St. Yeah. Louis, St. Louis. That's when O'Reilly got his. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So Washington, St. Louis, then Tampa twice, and then Colorado. Okay. Yeah. Good question. Or all right, let's see. Okay. This one, this one's interesting. Well, you should be able to get this relatively easy. Although I said that about the last one. Okay, before they did the, um, I guess this is a two part question. Before in the NFL, before they jumped from, they went from three divisions to four divisions. Okay, what were the three divisions called? Like the AFC blank, the AFC blank, the AFC blank, the NFC blank. So, what were the three divisions called? And what was, who were the teams in Buffalo's division? Before they went from the division realignment, before they went from. So before they did North, East, South, and West? Yes. Like the AFC East, the AFC West. Some of them are the same, but obviously. Wasn't the Bills, AFC, wasn't the Bills area still the AFC East? Bills were still the AFC East. All right. Um, well, I'm trying to think, like, in the AFC, like, what teams are, like, added to it? Say no, no, no. I don't know if we got anything in here. Well, no. We got jerseys. So, well, yeah, I got we got jerseys. But I'm trying to think, like, so the Colts were still there. The Texans weren't. Uh, Jacksonville, I don't think, was either. Uh, so would it be like AFC East, AFC Mid? <laughs> I don't know. So you're on the right path. Really? AFC, not Mid, but it's basically another mid. synonym for Mid or Middle. Center? Center or 
Central. Central. Oh, okay. So AFC East, AFC AFC East, NFC East, AFC Central, NFC Central, and South West. West. Dang. Okay. So who were who were in the who was in the AFC East before they went to four uh, four divisions? Uh, when did they go into the four four divisions? What year? I want to say ninety nine, two thousand, somewhere around there. Dolphins. Still the Dolphins, yep. Still the Bills before you said that. Patriots. Still the Patriots. Browns. Nope. Uh... You're missing one team that's currently there still. Jets. The Jets. Oh, that's right. And they're basically one team dropped out. One, Who was that team? One team dropped out. Was it um, the Colts? It was the Indianapolis Let's Colts. Let's go! The Colts moved from the AFC East to the newly formed AFC South. All right, all right. I wonder why they. And that's when the, um, the Seattle Seahawks. Do you remember they used to be an AFC West team, and really? then they, they moved, moved to, to the NFC, NFC West. I did not know that. Yes, they did. Wow. All right. I did not. I did not get that. Oh, I got the Colts. You all did right. get the Colts. You got it. Okay. All right. So, what is this one for? Eh, we'll just keep going until we get tired. I got somewhere to be. All right, well, until we get somewhere to be, too. All right. Uh, so between in the past, I don't know, we could do the past 10 years, so 2013, how many teams won the Cup twice in a row, and can you name those teams? In the last 20 years? 10 years. 10 years? There's yeah, the, the the Penguins would have won twice in a row with Crosby. Yep. Okay. Tampa Bay, we said before, would have won twice in a row. Yep. In the past 10 years. Well, okay. we, already, we already know in the past five, there was only the, the Lightning. Washington didn't win it back-to-back because that was their first cup. Yeah, you already got it. There's only two. I was going to say, the only other one that I could think of, maybe Chicago, but no. No, well, so the thing was, is like, L.A. won it, then Chicago won it, then L.A. won it, then Chicago won it. Okay. But then it went Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, and then there was a gap, and then Tampa, Tampa. Okay. Yeah. So only two teams in the past 10 years have been able to do it twice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, we'll go one or two more here. Let's see. No, Pittsburgh did it in 91 and 92. Yeah, with Mario Lemieux and Yarmir Yager. And Edmonton, my gosh. They... Edmonton just went through like a decade. <laughs> 84, I mean... 85, 87, 88, 90. Yep, that was back with the Gretzky days. Gretzky, Messier, uh, Yari Curry, Grant Fuhrer. Oh my gosh, the Islanders did it four in a row. Yep. In fact, they might be the only pro team to ever do a four-peat. No. No? No. Oh, wait. Did the Niners do it with Montana? No. Or was that only a three-peat? We're talking about the Nat. We're talking NHL. No, I know, but the 49ers, did they do that in football, or was that just a three-peat with Montana and Rice? It was only a three-peat. They didn't do a four-peat. I thought you were talking about... In all of sports, though, I did anybody else do a four-peat? Mm-hmm. Who? Uh, I don't mean losing four Super Bowls. No. The Canadians did it right before the Islanders. So Canadians four times, and then the Islanders four times. Okay. Yeah, isn't that crazy? All right. Well, you know what? I'm going to go back to hockey. Oh, I'm sorry. One more. Canadians did it five times. 
Yeah, but was this way back when there was only like 10 teams? Or There's 56. Yeah. <laughs> but still. All right. We'll speak of hockey. Who won the first ever Stanley Cup? Was this back when there was only a couple teams or were there more? I'm not going to answer that. Because <laughs> you don't know? No, I know, but I'm not going to answer that. Whoever won the first Stanley Cup? Is it... Is it the Senators? It is. How did you know that? It is. I don't, Even though they're not think, an original thinking, 16. I was like, it had to be some sort of Canadian team. Even though they are not technically an original 16, the Ottawa Senators... Won the first ever Stanley Cup. When was that? Oh, look that up on your phone. Eight, eighteen, eighteen. Yeah, it was. I think it was eighteen ninety something, maybe, or was it nineteen early nineteen hundreds? No, nineteen twenties, maybe. I don't know. But either way, I they were on record for winning the first Stanley Cup, which always confused me as a child. So because they did not, they were not an original six. So in 1927, Ottawa Senators won. The NHL assumed control of the Stanley Cup after the 25-26 season, which, like, previous to that, it was, like, only Canada. So it was only Canadian teams that could win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Where that you had like Vancouver Millionaires, the Toronto Blue Shirts, the Quebec Bulldogs, yeah. But like, bef- but like the first ever NHL Stanley Cup was the Senators in twenty seven. Okay, I don't. I I just that was ra- a good pull. I randomly guessed on a Canadian team. That was a good pull. That's why I was like, when you were like, was it an original? I was like, I don't want to say because you, uh, I, that would be unfair because I think at that point you would have thought original six teams and you would have said like Detroit or Montreal. <laughs> But no, the Ottawa Senators. Ottawa, baby. All uh, right. All right. Let's go 90s logos for NFL teams. So I'm thinking like the Giants, they just had the word Giants. Or like the Philadelphia Eagles had like the wings and like an authentic looking full body eagle. Yeah. Like the Buffalo Bills was the red buffalo. Like which one would you like was your like minus the Bills to not be part like, you know, partisan on it. Like what logo of that 90s was like very authentically appealing to you? 90s football? Yeah. Or just 90s in general? 90s in general. Hmm. If you say the Patriot, Patriot, no. like doing the huddle thing, that's no. our, doing this, the, the no. set. Um, I always, it, this is going to sound weird. I always liked just the orange browns helmet. They still have that. No, no, no. But I mean, like, where it was just. I feel like they've jazzed it up a bit, but just yeah, it's a darker orange. Yeah, but just like it, just I don't know. It just looked orange, like it. It didn't have any. I don't. Need, I don't think it had any stripes on it. Did it? No, that's well. That would be the Bengals. No, no, no. I mean, like even just down the middle, like one stripe or whatever. But um, no. But as far as logos, ah, uh, nineties. 
I guess I kind of like the original Capitals. Like oh the, yeah, the nineties Capitals. Oh yeah. Oh, I love those jerseys. I love that. I I I absolutely like. We're talking about like the black ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'll, for whatever reason, that's that's popping into my head. It was class. Not the that's, that's not the, the uh, Anaheim Ducks, with like the <laughs> face mask of the two. I was say that would have been their '90s. That would have been like the first year that they came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or what else was? I have an old air hockey table in my basement with all like the uh, like the because I got it when I was like a, a kid, so that was still like the '90s logos. Those were pretty. Those were pretty gnarly. All right, I've got one, but I've got to look it up real quickly. But I'll tell you this, just just to make sure that I'm right. Okay, before the NHL um, switched to the divisions that they had now, what were the NHL divisions? So instead of like the the um, Eastern, Western, Mid Atlantic divisions we're talking yeah. about i don't know was it just the east and the west no before they went before they went to east west i don't know oh my gosh i don't know this is all just this is this this is another one where i'm gonna do a complete guess and i have a feeling i don't know this one like How many were there? There were. Hold on, it's not coming up now. There were. I want to say there were two per. Two per. Like two per conference. So four? The North and the South. I don't know. I don't know. They were, hold on. You don't have it pulled up? I don't, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling here. I know the Bill, or the Sabres were in the Adams division. Yes, so here they are. So they had the Patrick's division, the Adams division, the Norris division, and the Smythe division. That's where you get the Conn Smythe trophy, I guess, I think, maybe, no. But they, yeah, because, and how the playoff system worked, so Buffalo was in the Adams division. You would get, you would have the top two teams, or sorry, uh, so you would have four teams in the Adams division that would make the playoffs. So number one in the Adams division would play number four in the Adams division. Number two in the Adams division would play number three in the Adams division. Okay. Then you would have your quarterfinals. So you would have your Adams division champion. So whoever, like I said, one and two, they would play. Yep. Same thing in the Patrick's division. Then you would have the uh, Adams division champion play the Patrick's division champion yep. where you would have the Norris division champion play the Smythe division champion. Okay. And then you would have those two. your Stanley Cup Oh, okay. Champion. I like that. That's pretty cool. That was that was how, that's how What did they named after? Um, I don't know if they're named after play or old players or I'm guessing uh like founders or something. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Because uh, uh they were part of the Prince of Wales conference. Yeah. Um their old division lineup was Boston Bruins, Buffalo Sabres, um California Golden Seals. They must have turned in somebody else. Toronto Maple Leafs, the Nordiques were in there. 
at some point. Um, let's see. The 80s when it was. So 81 to 92. Yeah, it was the Buffalo Bruins or the Buffalo Sabres, Boston Bruins, Hartford Whalers. Yeah. Mon- Montreal Canadiens and the Quebec Nordiques. Quebec doesn't have a team anymore, right? No. They should. It's not Quebec. It's Quebec. Just let you know. They went. I forgot who Quebec went to. Um, oh, they became the Colorado Avalanche. Quebec did? Yes, they did. Quebec. That's what, how you say it. How do you say it again? Quebec. Yeah. Or Quebec. You can't, if you go into Quebec and say Quebec. Quebec. They won't like that. My my wife was born in, in Montreal, and every time I'm like, you're from Montreal. She's like, no, that's not how you say it. Don't say it like that. So she's she's like a Frenchie. Yeah. She she's she doesn't you wouldn't know it. She doesn't have the accent or whatever, but she, she speaks French. She speaks French. Nice. Um she uh she speaks French. And uh, Hungarian, that's weird. Yeah, well, not the, not the weird. family's the family's Hungarian, but okay. they and they were. Uh, okay. She was born in Montreal. She grew up in Montreal. But dual she, citizen. She's dual citizen, um, American and Canadian. But she never. Um, she grew up, I guess, in like the English speaking part or English speaking section of Montreal, oh, okay, or whatever. And she, she would even say like they they looked down on you because you didn't speak French. Oh yeah. It was, they're it pretentious was, there. Oh yeah, very, very. very. But uh, yeah, I'm like, hon, you're from Montreal, right? Do you do you want to watch the Montreal Canadiens? She's like, just don't, just just stop. Good just ice, stop. good ice fetching up in Quebec. <laughs> oh, know. absolutely. Yeah. All right. Any more trivia questions, or are we calling that a wrap? We can call that a wrap. We'll call. Well, that I a got wrap. one more. I got Uh-oh. one more. A bonus. Not 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 a trivia question, but just a question of retroness. Um, what would be a retro team that no longer exists that you'd like to see come back? It could be NFL, NHL. I want the Whalers to come back. I was going to say the Hartford Whalers. I um, love their logo. That was just a cool team. Yeah, the Whalers was a really cool team. What did the Whalers become, or did they just fold? Oh, they became the Hurricanes. Yeah. They became the Hurricanes, which is such a terrible team. There was also one other Canadian team that existed. Um, Winnipeg nope. became the Thrashers, right? And then the Thrashers... Atlanta Thrashers don't exist anymore. Yeah, but then the Thrashers, did they go back to Winnipeg? Became no, Winnipeg Winnipeg became Phoenix. Atlanta was a... did Atlanta, Was Atlanta something before where they were just an expansion team? They were an expansion team. So then Atlanta became... The Jets, yeah. Winnipeg Jets. But there was like the was it was it Nova Scotia or something? Nova know. Scotia. I don't know. But the Whalers definitely. I would like to see come back uh, retro. I'd always like to see uh, Quebec get a team back. I thought they were cool. Uh, the Quebec Nordiques. I actually, you know, talk about nineties. I actually liked their logo. The the hockey. It was almost like a hockey stick on top of a hockey stick. I don't know if you've seen. I. I yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I like their logo. I it was Quebec that I was thinking of. I'm sorry. I like the the Nordics. Yeah, the Nordiques. I would love for the I would love for the Quebec Nordiques. Quebec Nordiques. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. So either the Whalers or the Nordiques I would like to see come back. Yeah. yeah. Either either one of those. Atlanta can stay away. Um, the Thrashers were so bad. Even the uh I wish and this is kind of going off a rant. When they brought Minnesota back and I wish they would have named them the North Stars. Yeah. 
instead of the wild or whatever. And I get it. You know, the old Minnesota North Stars went down to Dallas, and they're the Dallas Stars. I still think you could have went retro when you when you got a, an expansion team back in Minnesota. You still could have gone Minnesota North Stars. That's fair. But that was another another team I liked. Um, in fact, that was when Pittsburgh went back-to-back with Lemieux and Yager. I know they beat Minnesota once. I think they beat Minnesota twice in both of those oh, wow. Stanley Cups, which that's got to suck. Losing, yeah. not only losing, losing back to back, but after losing twice, yeah, to the same. That's just gotta. That's gotta be a crusher. But all right, we're gonna wrap things up there with a little uh, with our hot seat trivia questions. I like this. This was fun. We're gonna have to come. We'll actually have to come. I, I think next time we give a little more time, maybe we bring a guest on and do like a Hard, like, a, a, like a harder trivia questions contest. Yeah. Um, if you want to be part of our trivia question contest, give us some trivia questions. We can have a, a fan section on there. We'll put something on Facebook and have you guys ask trivia questions. Make sure you check us out on Facebook, on Instagram, at Stories from the Sidelines. And we'll look at you, uh, look for you next week for another exciting episode of Stories from the Sidelines. And go Sabres! <laughs>